When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. That's Trev. And that's Stoner. Trev, you got you got a question already? The, my intro video didn't even play at all. Oh, really? No, I saw it. I saw it on this end. Interesting. All, already a- having some confusion in the start of the show. You know, you know it's gonna be a good one when there's when there's that. There. That was weird. Like it didn't even play. Like the little mm-hmm. blue bar look, like popped up on the bottom, like it was loading up, and then all of a sudden, greetings and salutations. I'm like, Trev's sitting there for 20 seconds, just staring <laughs> at the screen <laughs> for no reason. Maybe what it is. We'll have to yeah. go back and check. Like, right. uh, well, regardless of whether or not it uh, played for our visual learners and watchers and uh, everything here on YouTube, because we are live every Wednesday on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at 7.30. And then we go on your favorite audio platforms. Make sure you subscribe to us wherever you're at. Uh, We've got a good show here, 117. uh, Two guests, actually. Uh, Rio from Rambling with Rio will be joining us for a mock draft in the cool down. And then Ryan Fowler from the Draft Network will be joining us during the game to just talk prospects and see where... You know, we think maybe they'll go get to get the skinny on uh, some of the names that maybe we're not as familiar with, or maybe that uh, that Joey Porter Jr. that Trev is so in love with, just maybe not the right fit for the commanders, as we've heard from a few other people as well. That's all going to be with Ryan during the game. And originally, we were going to talk about workouts. Nothing really happened in the workouts, just to kind of nice to see the guys back at it. This is there. Um, Instead, yeah, here during the warm-up that's brought to you by Don't Sleep Energy, use the code yeah, REF the district and get yourself 10% off on your entire order at don'tsleepenergy.com. Uh, great team out there and don't sleep. And they're not sleeping on all of this uh this this sales news that's going on. Obviously, we had a kind of a celebratory show on Thursday. Thanks for everyone who tuned in to that and all of our guests, a lot of good content creator friends that uh, we had on that show. Um, but Trev wasn't a part of that show. So of course we need to get his thoughts mm. on the sale process. And then also there's a lot of craziness that happened mm. within the last 24 hours with this $7 billion bid. Uh, and we'll get into that, but first Trev, yeah. the deal looks like it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. Dan Snyder is gone. Going to go bye-bye. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Uh, I'm excited. I'm not going to celebrate until they say papers have been signed or the deal has been done, you know, but it's very positive. It's moving in the right direction, kind of faster than what I thought it would, considering like the few weeks ago, it was like, oh, this could go on until who knows how long. And now all of a sudden it's like, hey, preliminary first step has been completed. The bid has been submitted. Come be quiet. Sorry, it's my cat. 
Um, the bid has been submitted, and now you know things are looking great. NFL has to approve, and then if it has to be like corrected, send back for corrections and sign and send back this and that. So I'm excited. Uh, it's actually happening. It's not just smoke. It's not just rumors. There mm-hmm. are still rumors out there, but the the rumor about the sale happening and being accepted or submitted is true. That's a very, very good sign. So I'm excited, just not ready to pop champagne yet. I think that's a fair sentiment, and that's kind of where we ended up at. You know, there's a lot of excitement on Thursday because the news had just dropped, but we did have several people kind of reminding us, like, hey, you know, tone it down a little bit. And you're like, this is one, it's an ownership change. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that was the biggest sentiment that we heard on Thursday was like, there, that is a huge, that, that gets away that dark cloud that's been over this franchise for, ever but um one of the things and uh one of the things that uh you know it doesn't change it doesn't change on the field right ron rivera still the head coach the players are still the players you know we got eb and that part is is exciting and Mm -hmm. so there are some things that uh you know to be excited about and it's like i said it's good that the black cloud is going to be lifted but don't get don't get ahead of ourselves. So, I think but. something that was interesting that Ron said a while back when in regards to the Chase Young fifth year option is when he said, "Well, that's going to be something that the new owner is going to have to decide." Didn't oh. you think that that was kind of weird that he said that? I mean, they got to decide in like two in weeks. May. Yeah, it's yeah, just here in the next couple of weeks. I don't think the the new owner is going to have and course i complained about it i don't want the new owner to have any idea or any say in the matter of whether or not chase young gets a fifth year option can he handle the money can he can he handle uh paying out the cash which of course these billionaires can but was he foreshadowing that the deal could possibly be done by the time that decision comes around and Mm. They will make that decision. Well, there's certainly not going to be a finalization through the owners and all that other stuff by the time. Yeah, that because decision. that won't happen until May yeah, uh, at the earliest. So late May, sorry. That's just coach speak, I guess, then, huh? Yeah, just one of those one of those Ron things. Oh, he does. He just likes to uh, get people, get the media to just leave him alone and mm-hmm. and he's just gonna say whatever he can say to move on to the next question. Yeah. And hopefully be time be done with his time in front of the media. But that I just found that really peculiar that he would say that the next owner is gonna figure is gonna decide that. Yeah, so uh, that didn't make any sense. No. Nah. But there's a I mean, there's a lot going on behind the scenes with with the new ownership and who is in, who's in, who's out, who might possibly still be lurking around the corner. It's fun, it's exhausting, yeah, but it's fun to I'm, keep I'm up. I'm definitely with. done with it. Yeah, you're yeah, done I'm with gonna, it. Oh, I'm yeah. not. I love it. <laughs> I, I, I don't try to be that guy who's like, who, who tries to say, well, this guy can't do it because of this rule. Yeah. Or, or he's the some of the things they were talking about, like with the Brian Davis deal and Brian Davis. Well, he's going around and talking to everybody, uh, the the media, and he said the rules are that he ha- he signed an NDA. If you're gonna if, if he was a legit, a yeah, legit bid, he has to sign an NDA. Nobody, people can say that until you show it to me somewhere that says in the well, official rule book of the NFL, uh, when you are trying to buy a team, here's the rule. Nobody well, AJ Perez said that, so that's probably true. 
I th- I don't think he said that specifically. I think, I, I think he, he commented that, on somebody else saying it, but he, he, AJ did kind of kick it off where he was just like, no, actually, I think AJ definitely did, right? <laughs> Trav, you pulled that one up there because that one is kind of interesting. I'm going to give a shout out to our people in the chat. And yes, Michael, we do have EP in the black cloud is lifted over ref the district. Uh, EB helping uh, lift the cloud over here in the DC area. Trout agrees with uh, with you, Trav. The sales stuff hasn't hit me yet but it for sure will when the ink is on the paper. And I definitely think that fans will find a way to celebrate together. We got Michael in there as well. Doug in the chat. Tommy T, wow, joining us tonight. Uh, we appreciate you. Yam is in the morning. Yeah, AJ's uh, AJ Perez tweeted out, real bidders are under confidentiality agreements, but Brian Davis is making the media rounds now. And yeah, uh, with a gif that. of, that's a bold strategy. Yeah, he's saying a- that. Okay, he he's not saying per NFL rules. They well, okay, so I guess he has to say that for it to be legit. Well, of course, unless he says per source or unless he says by NFL rules. But for for somebody to just say something, I, th- I think to, in this regard that to, it's the way that these business transactions usually work. That's that's typically how it goes. So age, we've trusted AJ throughout the whole process. Sure. I'm not going to throw him out the window now because he didn't say per NFL guidance and all this uh, kind of stuff. And we are going to get into this Brian Davis thing because that's that's been really the largest noise around here. And I agree with, with Michael. This whole situation around Brian Davis just seems rather bizarre. Mm. You know, Brian Davis's offer is seven billion dollars, so a million on, or what a billion dollars on top of the accepted offer mm-hmm. uh, was offering to do the indemnification and uh, just throwing all this extra stuff there, mm-hmm. and that just didn't seem right. And so a lot of people are going through, and this is where he Davis. Uh, went out and started doing some of the things. And we're going to share some of the clips that uh, we had f- have from his time with the junkies uh, this Wednesday morning here. And uh, that, that stoner is diligently put together. So mm-hmm. um, some kind of crazy things there f- to, to kind of follow here with, with it comes to this, I have to bring up my notes that are in an entirely different page than where I had saved. So give well, me let a me, second here. Yeah. Let me just say this about, Brian Davis. I think the biggest thing that people are trying to figure out is where the money is coming from. Mm -hmm. How does Brian Davis out of nowhere become one of the richest men on earth? Uh, Where did that come (laughs) from? Top 20 with $50 billion. Where did that come from? You know who these, who the richest people in the world are because they buy the biggest companies and they have the biggest names. You may not know who Josh Harris is, until you hear he's trying to buy the team. And then you look at it and say, oh, yeah, he owns the Sixers. He owns the Devils. He owned an EP, uh, EPL team, uh, English Premier, yeah, EPL team for a little while. Go. So you know who billionaires are. You don't just pop out of nowhere. And so one of the things the junkies asked him today is they said, they asked him if he really legitimately does have the money. And this is what he said billion dollars in my holding company through my business that's a fact whether you believe it or not mm-hmm. it's up to you okay but i don't want it it's the nfl's job to make that decision i don't want to, i don't want people to to issue statements about me having saudi money or any of these things that are not accurate so he's saying he's got 
$20 billion and it's not Saudi money. And it's up to the NFL to decide if he legitimately does have that money. Who's to, who's to say until proven otherwise, who's to say he doesn't Trev? How can you or me, I know it's not really plausible, but how can we say that he does not? We can't. He just said, I have $20 billion. I mean, we, <laughs> unless he's delusional, <laughs> and like, I, not, I mean, not out of the realm of possibility there. We can't say that he doesn't because why would you just come out of nowhere and say that you have that when you really don't? That's something of this magnitude. But some people yeah. are like that. But hey, we we actually legally or whatever, reality wise, cannot say that we don't we know that D doesn't have it or not because, like you said, he came out of nowhere. He could he be said, a billionaire in hiding. You never know that. And, and he says that he has the money. This is although he is uh, actually bringing in the cert. He is bringing in people. He's bringing in investors. Mm-hmm. He's the guy. When it comes to trying to get this team, it's just him. He's not bringing in. He's not like a a silent partner. He doesn't right. have a bunch of silent partners. They gave him all the money and leaving all the decisions to him. So when mm. they vet him, it's only him. Mm. And it's it's not. He doesn't. They have to vet like twenty guys for the Josh Harris deal, right? Yeah. There's well, like Josh Harris uh, rails, and then seventeen, I think, small business people or. or yeah. So there's 19 people in total, yeah, is yeah. I think the number comes out. Exactly. To. And they have to vet every single one of them who's going to have a piece of that. But he's saying they only have to vet me because I have all the money. I don't have any partners. I don't know where all, I mean, he said he got money from other people. But he's he's the guy. He's the, what do you call that, the intellectual property? Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's, that's what he's uh, saying a lot that's of this crazy, money came but, from was he sold – his intellectual property, uh, these ideas behind cities that no one's running. There's no information there. There's, there is uh, some more to this. It's um, uh, Eric Flack um, had tweeted out on March 27th, days after putting in a $7 billion bid to buy the Washington commanders, Davis and his company, Urban Echo, were sued for failing to repay $322,000 in loans from a D.C. man. Davis says Urban Echo is the source of his wealth. He has yet to respond to the summons, according to Eric Flack in this tweet. So the Urban Echo, this company that that he sold this intellectual property to kind of boost up his, his money, it's still, it's got to come from somewhere. So it's just like, it, it is, it's a very interesting thing and and you're right. The NFL's got to vet this. If he's putting a legitimate offer, the Bank of America is going to vet this. It seems like the process is already moving forward with Harris, yeah, in that deal. So I don't think we're being slowed down by this Davis deal no. at all, which is nice, no. right? Where you know we can potentially go into the May you know uh, owners meeting with some resolution happening right. there. Uh, but and this no, Davis well, one is kind of interesting it is and i think it's also interesting something that he said at the end of the interview he said uh the bank of america is waiting on one thing from him and it's called Mm. a pof which is like uh something about his 
proof of funds. That's what it is. There you go, Stoner. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm all over this thing. All, all, it's but, that military background, just knowing all the acronyms. All the acronyms. That's why he's yeah. enjoying this ride, because he's learning a bunch of stuff. And, <laughs> yeah, you know. it, it's true. It's true. <laughs> but he said he's going to get that in today. And within the you, next You have the days, clip for this, right? Uh Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I do. You ready? Yep. <laughs> As I said, is waiting for this final item um, from me, which I'll get out to them today. But I would say for the next couple of days, uh, they should be in a position to say that I have the capital and that my I'm, that my offer is being uh, reviewed upon the initial review, just like uh, the other the other gentleman. Yeah. So he's he's saying within the next couple of days. So let's hold him to that because he said it. Within the next couple of days, the NFL and Bank of America are going to vet him and his money and decide whether or not his offer is legit. So we'll see. Uh, I, I don't just, know. We'll see. Like it's just weird. Like this the the Rails Harris Magic Johnson partnership sounds like professional like they know what they're doing yeah like nobody is questioning them where'd you get the money from like how come it's only this much da, 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 da. no one's questioned that but with this guy it's like all right who are you your company is where you get your money from but you but you're being sued because you owe three hundred thousand dollars or whatever mm-hmm. or like it just sounds like it's very murky and complicated he's had a he's has a complicated history and and he has former players you know calling him out saying that they have money he obviously had the failed real estate deal uh when the market crashed in 2008 so remember he tried to buy the memphis grizzlies him and uh leitner tried to buy them was only 250 uh, minnesota i thought no it was memphis minnesota is where they played where Brian Davis oh, and yeah. Christian Leitner played, but yeah. he tried to buy Memphis for $250 million. And he couldn't because his finances fell through. When was that? Uh, it was a good 10, 10 plus yeah, years It wasn't ago, that maybe. long ago. Well, I mean, no, I guess it was close to, it was like 2015, 2016 timeframe. Oh, okay. So, so it was about five, seven years, years, he got up to $7 billion he can spend on yeah. a football team cash. I mean, Okay. Who knows? Maybe yeah. he won a couple of those lotteries. I, it, it, I, we're going to let all that process play out there. Uh, Joshua, this is the thing is, is, is Davis is saying his money is not coming from the Middle East. This is, yeah. he's he adamant it's all that domestic. Is, yep. All Americans. And, and he had a funny line. I didn't clip it up, but he had a funny line. He said, all his money's coming from white people. He said, oh he said, hey, he said it. He okay, said I'm it. just repeating yeah. what he said. He, he said, said, we don't need get his ass out Jewish of the running people, right now. He said, Jews, <laughs> Italians, and Sicilians. Get him After out of here. He's in, so, it, he's in it for the wrong. This is not what, that kind of business, dog. This is football. Well, now he's saying, now he's saying, again, I listened to every bit of that a, a couple of times. He's saying that he's doing it because he wants to give back to this community. He grew up here. All right, we'll get back by doing some fundraising stuff. We don't need you to own a football team. (laughs) No, but and also, and how about this, Trev? He (laughs) said he's not going to, uh, he's not going back into DC. Mm -hmm. He's gonna, he's gonna renovate FedEx. He's gonna put a translucent uh, roof on it. He's gonna make it a year-round thing. He's gonna. We got the clip for that too. Oh yeah, I forgot. I keep forgetting I have. Yeah, did he he did all this work for these clips? And I'm trying to make sure he uses these. I appreciate you. (laughs) <laughs> stadium is to keep the stadium restored 
at a translucent, retractable um, roof yeah. uh, to make it to give it a 12, 12 month life life cycle. And then we wanted we wanted to develop a smart city in and around the stadium where we create a river walk and a man made beach, and we create a destination. So he's you know he's saying all the things about he wants to keep it there. He doesn't want to because he said the huge investment was in Prince George's County where he's from. And he doesn't want to then turn around and put it in D.C. to where people who didn't invest in this team want to actually put it back in D.C. He wants to keep it in Prince George's County where the people who invested in it. So mm-hmm. that's kind of that's another thing about he wants to keep giving back and giving back to Prince well, George's do that County. in other ways without buying the Washington command. Yeah. Yeah, you can. But that's one good way to do it. You put all yeah, well, those. That's a good way there. to keep making money, is what what it is. I, the part that interests me there's the the fake beach and and river walk. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. Oh man, I'd love that. Remember, remember Bruce's uh, Bruce Allen's early drawings with the, moat. the moat going around it and everything. <laughs> Lazy River. I do all. I love all of that. I I just don't I don't I don't see that one, but I I think I think some of those things are are great to be saying, right? Like giving back. You know, this is what we want. This is one of the big reasons why we like the Harris Group money, is because of the fact that they have a <laughs> local they, uh, guy attached to it. They have this this kind of brand you think that's going to change the image and potentially get us back into DC. Hmm. I personally love the FedEx location but that's just because it's also 30 minutes down the road so but I would absolutely go into DC again oh, yeah. uh, if, it, if it gets put there oh, why, yeah. don't he, why don't he be an investor if his deal doesn't get accepted why don't he just hop on the Harris trail and work with them why their groups are already done they're they're already done locked solid they're all, good. all if, if his deal's serious he can always potentially buy out some of those minor owners which probably oh, wow. are going to be bought out and and uh in the first place as well over the next few years by josh harris and everything uh did want to touch on that one on the far as the the harris group is concerned jp finley had tweeted out earlier this morning how coach gibbs was reportedly a part oh, yeah. of the harris group mm-hmm. uh john keim and others came rained on that parade Joe Gibbs has been advising Harris, but is not going to be a part of the ownership group. We'll take it. Now, that's, again, that's according to a source for John Kime, too. Source, yeah. That's what Finn, it's JP a source, said. It's a source battle. Yeah, it's a source battle. I just, source. And I also love our our fan base and our beat reporters and everything about the Washington when, we, when something new comes to town because we start like mm-hmm. paying attention and finding different things like when Michael Reyes, Michael Reyes and uh, Josh Harris were – Michael Rails and Josh Harris were at the Sixers game the other night, game two or game one, mm-hmm. sitting beside each other at the game. Mm-hmm. It's like, and oh, Mark look. and Nikki J was like, oh, maybe they might know each other. <laughs> <laughs> right. It, 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 just, that's what I'm saying. This is a lot of fun. It's, it's a lot like, of fun now to we're speculate. Like looking at other sporting events, like, oh, there's Josh Harris and Michael Rails. I wonder right, if right. he's there too. Like, uh, it's like, but they're at a Sixers game. They're not at a Wizards game. It'd be different if they were at a Wizards game. But I, I think the biggest red now. flag the biggest red flag for me and, and I listened to it and he sounded legit. He, he didn't convince me that he has the money because mm-hmm. it was all just a whole bunch of business mumbo jumbo that didn't make any sense to me. It big didn't make way. sense to anybody. Just saying big uh, ways to sound cool. Yeah. You know, he's talking about elevating. Okay. There's just a whole bunch of stuff, <laughs> but the biggest red flag for me 
was he says he was the first bidder on March 24th, and his bid was $7 billion all cash. And if that's the case, Dan Snyder would have signed that that day. Amen. And and got rid of the team that Amen. day. Not a few weeks later, Thank or you. maybe a couple weeks later, come back and take something for a billion dollars less. Yep. And it's not even all cash. And it's something that they're going to have to actually pay him yeah, over the course time. of another two years yeah. to get his extra half a billy. Yeah. So that's the part that, that kind of makes mm-hmm. me sit there and say, there's something wrong with your finances. Because as if much you put as- in a bid for $7 billion <laughs> all cash, Dan would have been like that. That's what I'm saying. Because as much as a snake is the Dan the snake or whatever, I'm trying to say, he's about his money. And he would not have passed up seventy thousand cash if that was a legit offer on March twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. Exactly mm-hmm. right. So. Yeah. And 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 now he's still okay. So then Harris comes in with a six billion, six point oh five right. uh, billion dollar bid, and it's going through all this process. And uh, Brian Davis, who was the very first one, <laughs> he's just now kind of getting his paperwork complete for Bank yeah. of America. Nah, dog. Why yeah. is it taking you a month to get? That's your what happens when you got straight cash, homie. When, when, when you're when you're money laundering, uh, <laughs> you gotta you gotta work out the paper trail a little bit better there. So uh, one thing here, kind of trying to close up the the talk here on this is uh mark maskey and uh, nikki j did some some great washington post article go ahead and read that if you want uh but tweets out the nfl's informal review has found no major issues with the terms of josh harris's deal for the commanders source says but other matters related to the sale must be addressed before it's approved by the owners from last night with nikki j on that one um Front office sports, AJ Perez tweet out, uh, Josh Harris's $6.5 billion bid for the Washington Commanders is in. All Dan Snyder has to do is accept the offer. That was about an hour ago from AJ. And so, like you said, Trev, this kind of passed the first wickets. There was one thing um, that kind of caught their eye. Seemed It was a minor thing that uh, being t- uh, you know tweeted out by the journalists. Like there was a minor thing that the NFL was like, fix this and then you guys are going to be going and so this really could be a may time frame for us so you know mm-hmm. it was kind of pitched earlier this week maybe we're looking at august like in a kind of an emergency meeting august type deal but now it's looking like if this all goes smooth by the time may roll end of may rolls around we should have an answer yep and then, and then you've had you've had your draft uh, so after the, I mean, before that, you've had your draft, you've had your second chance at free agency based off your draft. Yeah, and he's going to come in and just rock and roll and probably leave everything alone until and we see what happens throughout the year. But the draft, that's a big, that's a big thing coming up. I'm, I'm excited about the draft. I'm not going to lie, and it's only a week away. <laughs> it is a, about a week away. We do have the draft network coming on here in a little bit. Let's uh, let's move off from this, and uh, as we wait for our guests to join us, uh, detour a little from our Washington Commanders, real quick. Tommy Shepard was <laughs> announced that uh, he will no longer be with the team. Uh, any thoughts mm. on that one? Trev and I are definitely okay. Good. About time. Now find someone to get deal this this 
this uh, Beal contract. Stoner, hmm. this, this impacts you a little bit deeper than it does uh, mm-hmm. uh, the other yeah, the other you, crew here. So, w- what do haters. you think? You're not a wizard well, hater. <laughs> you, you guys see? I mean, I know you guys deep down. You enjoy watching the Wizards lose and toil in mediocrity. That I know you do. I don't enjoy it. I'm tired of it always being there. So what's the, I mean, just like the commanders, I don't know. It's just, the, I well, You're right. I think I this is a, sum, <laughs> here's a summary of Tommy Shepard's tenure as GM. Not very good. <laughs> <laughs> it has not been very good. No, as the great Steve Spurrier uh, once said about his own football team is, not been very good. I th- he never won more than 35 games oh. as a GM. He and did he some good things with in. contracts, but he just he he didn't do anything with his drafts and and it's just been uh it's just been underwhelming and you and he was a disciple of Ernie Grunfeld who was there for about 13 years I think. So it's just been kind of the same thing for the last 20 years. So we didn't see it coming, but it's a good deal. Yeah, and the Rui trade wasn't bad, by the way. Rui went off twenty nine. He'll never, ever, ever score twenty nine points in a playoff game the rest of his life. The last time you said Ooh. something about Rui scoring over twenty seven points in the mm-hmm. his career, he clearly did it. Now you're dubbing back saying playoff game, like he won't do it again. He can easily yeah. do it again. Okay, bet me right now. I bet will me. bet you. I bet you. How much are you gonna bet me? You already owe me. How many like points? How many points do you want to say? Carson wins. Twenty nine. Yeah, twenty. He'll never score twenty nine in a playoff game the rest of his life. So that's, you've got like a, that's a long term. Uh, yeah, oh wait. Bucks. Okay, hold on now. Do we have a loophole here? If Rui goes to a uh, Japan league mm. and he makes the playoffs there and scores forty two, Stoner said his life. It's a playoff. And okay, really- in his NBA career, he will never score. <laughs> he will never score twenty nine points in a game. He that was. I mean, who said it? Somebody said it. Like right after that what? game, somebody from the opposing team. Remind me who they're playing. Desmond Bain said it's okay. Desmond it's Bain said it. He said we will say night. Rui will never do Desmond that. Desmond Bain ain't nothing but a linebacker that can shoot threes. He ain't no basketball player. Okay, <laughs> he's he's a good he's a good. He's ball not player. that great. He's really not. Have you watched him play? He's not. He's that great. he's way better than Rui is. He is. Oh not- come on, let's knock Rui that hard. But by, by the way, Gus Bus, I I'm I'm always finding those loopholes with with when it comes to Stoner. The wait, I, I'm wait. the one who came out and said Reeves will out outscore Rui this series. Well, great job after after Reeve scored like thirty five in, oh, yeah. in the first game. Of course he will. No, he had twenty something. Yeah, scored less than Rui. It was yeah. Well, yes, Rui. we all know that to be correct. We just mad because Rui's in the playoffs with the Lakers and he couldn't make it with the Wizards. That's why you real mad. Twenty nine points or not? Uh, it was actually that one year that they were in the playoffs with Russ and them. He actually had a had a pretty good. Series that was his rookie year, but Rui's just inconsistent. That's Rui's, the problem. He's in and, a good place, and now. so that's why that's why I'm just like he's not. I'm not going to go as far as say the rest of his career, NBA career. Those uh, but, three second round draft picks that they got for him are just going. They're going to be like <laughs> Jokic, uh, Draymond Green, and uh, Desmond Bain. There you go. That's who. That's the three type of players are going to get. From those. 
Second round picks. Hey, second round picks are important. They definitely are important here in the NFL draft. When we come back, we got Ryan Fowler from the Draft Network here to help us decide which prospects should come to the Washington Commanders. That's all coming up here on the game. Stick with us.